Welcome to Aced It, a dating, romance, and sex advice podcast hosted by Ryan Meyer. This podcast may contain adult themes and sexual content. Check the episode description for content warnings for this episode. Hi, what's up? It's, it's fucking Tuesday. I'm doing good at making my podcast come out on time. And uh, anyway, uh, what's up, everybody? Um, uh, I'm just I'm I'm here. I'm ready to do my job, which is uh, give uh, advice on your. Dating and sex queries, or romance conundrums. Um, but first, just like each and every week, I traipse through the internet for you, and I, or sometimes someone I know, or a fan, will send to me the lewdest news on the net. That's right, it's time for lewd news. Ding, ding, ding. Lewd news bell. It's getting lewd up in here. Uh, this week, from earthtouchnews.com, by Sarah Kirtes. Sure. Behold, the falcon sex hat, a species-saving hump helmet. Excellent title. Thank you, Sarah. Um, <clears throat> so... Someone sent this to me, and honestly, bless them, because this is the greatest shit I've ever seen. Um, So, apparently, falcons are... um, it's, It's difficult to collect bird semen for purposes of artificial insemination and so therefore somebody made a hat uh les boyd made this special hat you put it on your head and the falcon fucks the hat (laughs) uh if you i'll link the article in the in the description if you actually go to the article there's a there's a gif of um it's not lewd well it is lewd but like you you don't see the falcon's whole penis um the falcon is um humping this little hat it kind of looks like a bull a, um one of those uh fishing hats like a boater hat um except it's got, got holes all up in it and the falcon's just going to town on that thing um apparently uh, it's been uh instr- instrumental in the recovery of numerous species of hawk or falcons um boy 
to quote the article, yes, we brought a species back from the brink of extinction by letting its members hump our love helmets. Very enjoyable. Um, that's fucking, it's so good. I guess you need to, as the person who is going to let the falcon um, hump your hat, um, you need to learn to mimic the vocalizations in the most direct approach so that the falcon wants to fuck your head. It's fucking wild. It's so wild um, because uh, I can't believe the falcon will, like, want... We'll, like, look at the noise and, like, look at the hat and be like, yeah, my dick definitely goes there. Right? Like, it doesn't look like a falcon. It doesn't smell like a falcon, maybe. Anyway, I find that fascinating. Um, you should read more about the falcon sex hat. Um, um, that's That's what's up. Anywho, we do advice on this show. Can you gonna do some right now? This one comes in from Janet. Fake names are fun. Pronoun she, her. I've been in a relationship for a few months, and I've found myself being a little less eager than my partner to think about our relationship in the long term. I've spent a lot of time around other people's unhealthy relationships and have watched couples procrastinate breakups for months or years because they feel like it would be to the, the actual end of the world if the two of them were together. I'm really happy with our relationship and I care about my partner a lot, but I've noticed myself getting uncomfortable when he talks about planning parts of his life around me or the hypotheticals of us still being together for years and years from now. We've talked about this, and he's mostly aware of what's going on on my end of things. But I feel really guilty about it, and sometimes worry that I'm giving off the message that I'm a pessimist, or that I don't love him as much as I actually do. Help? Okay. I'll do my best. Um, it sounds... It sounds like uh, your partner is mostly chill about respecting like your boundaries right like you haven't given me any indication that he's like actually no this bothers him a lot like you haven't given me any indication that it's an issue on his end to like respect uh that boundary that you've sort of put up um so this is like a, a it, it's just it's just a you thing which is good i guess because oops because you can like to the best of your ability, control, or at least have, you have the power within you to control your anxiety, whether you're good at it or not, is another story, trust me, uh, as an anxious boy, uh, sometimes it's not easy at all, but, um, uh, I don't think you have to feel guilty about it, because some people are just, they, some people live day to day and they don't plan far out ahead because life is weird and you can't be sure. And so like I get personally not wanting to talk 
a whole bunch about, well, when we're 90 years old and incontinent <laughs> on a couch next to each other, we'll be still doing the thing. And that's, you know, some people like to imagine that and it brings them comfort. And I, that's probably what I would uh, assume your partner um, probably gets out of that. Like, realistically, no one's actually planning. It's about creating uh, a comfort nest, if you will, of thoughts and reassuring, um, like, reassuring things about your future via just imagining how you would like things to turn out. Uh, but it's, I think people are realistic enough to know that this is not real. I don't know what's going to happen in 50 years, right? So I think, I, I hope you can take like some amount of comfort in that, that like, um, even for him, it's not necessarily that he's expecting you to be there the whole time because that's unrealistic because I imagine you're both not old. <laughs> um, but that's something that puts his mind at ease, I guess. And so I think if you can just hold on to that, maybe you won't feel as guilty because that's just not the way that your brains work and your brains are just different. You 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 actually don't take comfort in that. And so therefore, y'all are just different in that way. And that's fine. You can be different in that way. It doesn't sound like he's um, making it difficult for you to like live your life the way you want to live it. It sounds like he's along for the ride, whatever that means. Um, so I guess, do, how do I not feel guilty about it? Just don't. <laughs> Which is not super good advice. Um, but uh, just don't feel guilty about it because you don't have to because people are different. And that's it. People take comfort in different sorts of future planning things. And that's fine. You can just be different in that way. Don't. He. He knows that you have different ways of expressing love because that's um, every person has a has different ways of doing that. Um, so I, if it was actually an issue for him, I think you would be aware of it is my point. Don't feel guilty about it. You're fine. I hope that helped. I don't know if I have anything else. I think that's it. Next question is, I didn't get this as a question, full disclosure. 
uh, I got a DM on the twitter.com and I was like, I could turn this into a question and address it on my program. And the person who DM me was like, okay, that would be great. So I did that as best I could. Um, this is not in their own words is my point. So that's what's up. Um, I did my best. Hey, I met this girl a few weeks ago, and she's polyamorous. And so far, I've only been in monogamous relationships, and I've never dated anyone who is poly, but I would like to date her. Do you have any tips for someone who has never dated a poly person who's thinking about doing so for the first time? Um, I hope... I hope so. <laughs> um, I Full disclosure, I... Poly lifestyle, uh, poly dating, poly relationships, all that stuff. I'm, I know very little about it. Um, I don't, it's, it's not something I've read up on. So I did Google a little bit, not a lot, because that's not the point of my show. But the point, the point of my show is that I don't know what I'm doing and I give you advice anyway. Um, but I did, I did Google this one like a tiny bit. Um, I guess the fir- the first thing to to uh, realize is that um, you you need to be okay not being like that that person's um, most important person. It sounds like to me like poly people sort of like spread the love around and um, you need before you like enter into any sort of dating arrangement with this person. You need to be super okay with um, not potentially not being like the one and only, which is something you may not have experienced before because you've never dated a poly person. Um, so it it could very well be that like there will be times where they want to talk about other people that they're seeing, or um, they may even want like want to all hang out. I don't know. I don't know how this shit works. Um, and you gotta be okay with that, um, because that's who they are and you don't want to change them, right? So don't, you gotta be, you gotta be chill with that. Um, what else? Poly people. Um, that also goes in the, in the inverse, like, um, I guess, the person you want to date also needs to be aware that you're only dating them. Um, and that it's fine. That needs to be fine. Right. <laughs> um, boy, poly people. Um, what else? I guess the, the, the main thing is like, um, it's not like it's a part-term relationship, but it is, um, a part-term, part-time relationship. Um, it's not like that is the case, but it is the case that human beings, being human beings, only have so much time in the world. And so the other thing you probably want to make sure you're okay with is that, like, you won't, you probably won't see them as much as you might want to. 
Um, and they might not always like be able to provide um, all of the emotional support because they're giving um, energy to other people um, besides just you. So you need to be okay with that also. Like, I feel like if you're going to date a poly person, you need to um, make sure that you're you're self-sufficient and you you have your own support circles you have your own um friend groups um like you can't i I don't think it's a good idea um because that like people just don't have all the time in the world and um and all the energy in the world to do everything they want to do um, even like with people that they love. So you gotta be, you gotta be good with the fact that sometimes like they're not gonna have, uh, the energy to, uh, you know, do everything you might want, uh, a partner to do. Right. Um, so just be, make sure you're, you're in a good spot you know, as whatever that means to you, um, because they might not have all the emotional energy or the time to, um, to, that you might want a partner to give to you because they're, they're dividing their attention and energy, uh, to other people. What else? And I guess the other other thing is uh, make I would uh, what's how do I phrase this? Make sure no know what kind of relationship the other person is interested in pursuing. Like I don't know if like there's. I, I imagine all poly people are different, but I don't know if there's like um uh like a main partner, like a this is my number one, and then you sort of like have other people um that are there uh for you in different ways. Um so like make sure you um you're clear on like your role in their life. I guess, um, so that you, you know, you can, y'all can set your boundaries and things, um, in a way that works for both of you. Uh, hmm. You probably also have to be open to, like, probably meeting other partners. It might not happen, but you like it. I the, probably the oper the the option is like on the table 
um, I don't know this person, and you didn't you didn't really mention anything um, about like, oh, I'm Polly, but I only uh, none of no one ever meets, or I'm Polly and everybody meets and we all hang out and it's all a good time. Um, so I guess you might need to be open to that if you want to date this person. Um, yeah, I think that's it. So I guess to sum up, um, make sure you're in a good spot, like emotionally and stuff, because I think you need to be fairly independent to date a poly person because you may not get all the time that you otherwise might need. I think you need to be in a good spot to pursue a relationship, period. I don't want to be like, you can be a fucking mess and try to get in a relationship. I don't think that's a good idea either, just to be like 100% clear. Um, but I do think it's important um, that you know um, what your limits are, where your boundaries are, what your expectations are, um, make sure you're aware of her expectations um, and her boundaries. Um, and then just make sure you go in and you have a, a clear idea of uh, what things in a relationship she might be looking for. And if that doesn't line up, maybe don't pursue it. But if it does, then uh, probably go for it. I think that's it. I hope that helped. That's it. That's the show. Um, thanks for, mm, thanks for listening. Uh, you should go to, where should you go? You should go to iTunes. Leave me a review. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, it's I don't promote the show, so it's the only way I get new listeners is if um, y'all y'all put in a little bit and leave a review or tell a friend or whatever. Uh, that would be super great. Um, I'm on Patreon. You can head over to nobang.zone. And for just $1 a month, you get access to the special RSS feed where um, I do the after show every week. The after show is just more show, except sometimes I talk about whatever I want. Um, so if you just want to hear me talk about some horse shit, um, consider throwing me a buck. 25 cents an episode. Isn't that wild? Um, what else? Um uh, follow me on Twitter at AcedPod. Please send me questions. Um, I always need more questions. Um, this time, I need more questions even more than normal. Um, so if you if you still want me to do this show, I need questions. Uh, so you can send me uh, an email, AcedPodcast at gmail.com. Or uh, you can go to acedpodcast.com. There's a Google, not a Google form. There's a contact form. Used to be a Google form. Uh, there's a contact form. Uh, if you click the top there um, or in the hamburger menu button, there's a contact menu. Um, you fill out the thing and I get an email. So you can do that. Um, 
Thanks to Jamie, also known as Raccoon Hearted on Twitter, uh, for his artwork for the show. Um, you should go follow him, and um, he's got commissions open. So if you want um, some some art done, you should go check him out. Uh, and the music for Is It was done by Red Foreman. Uh, you can find their stuff on Spotify. Uh, I think they're making new music all the time. So you should go check them out. Uh, and thank you to my beautiful... Oh, they changed Patreon. How the fuck do I find this? Um, oh, boy. Where's the button manager where's the i need to know i need to know you all current patrons who gives me a lot of money thank you to sydney hannah and anook for your generous contributions just in every month i really appreciate it um y'all 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 doing amazing <laughs> um that's it thanks um till next week keep it sexy keep it ace